1: and welcome back to another episode of where heartbreak feels good podcast i'm your host for today edgar ortega and joining me today to talk about all the things about the summer of 2023 box office predictions is my co-host evan harris hello 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 glad to be here this is gonna be a fun
0: one i'm a huge box office fan i've been so for quite some time um i think i I think I'll go back to 2015, like I would do for a lot of my movie thoughts. 2015 was a big year, 2014 as well. Um, same year I started getting into the Oscars, I really got into the box office because I was very interested in mostly how like, Star Wars The Force Awakens was going to do at the box office. <laughs> um, and that kind of spiraled into, like, oh, I'm kind of interested in, like, how everything tracks and correlates and perceptions and how that all goes into place. And, um, yeah, I think it's very interesting, of course – we all know box office doesn't mean everything. Um, in mm-hmm. terms of quality of a picture. But it's always fun to predict. Speculate, speculate exactly. And think about like, because it does correlate with one thing, audience interest. Like a movie doesn't make $2 billion if audiences aren't interested in the product. So um, in that point, it is interesting. So in general, though, I think this is very fascinating, very cool. Um, like, for example, who would have thought last year that... Top Gun Maverick would be number one. I mean, I I had it because I'm a huge Top Cruise fan, but like my dad was like, Top Gun Maverick? What the heck? The movie from the <laughs> 80s? I liked it. It was cool, but I'll see it. I'll check it out. And then it was his favorite movie of the year, right? Like, people are shocked by, like, how good a movie is, and it just explodes at the box office. So we're here to see what movie over the summer could have that trajectory. Are we going to get a Top Gun Maverick this year? Um, are we just going to get a lot of, like, middling movies i don't know in terms of box office because i think we're in for a good year of movies so far it's uh may now um and we've had a great year of movies quality wise box office we just saw mario set the gauntlet down with nearing (laughs) projected to near 700 million dollars domestically which is wild um can any movie this summer beat that i don't think so but we'll see We'll see it.
1: What do you think? Should we? I don't think we should include Mario because it's already like. No, 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 not, not
0: at all. I don't, I don't yeah. have Mario. Yet. Yeah. That, that's We should tell the audience. Yeah. We're considering movies from the first week in May up until, mm-hmm. what you say, Labor Day weekend? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, like, um, it was that middle of August, early August, something like that
1: yeah because we're still getting like a few significant releases in august uh is in the teenage mutant ninja turtles coming out in August, and also like uh blue beetle stuff exactly like that. so yeah. even though we'll, we'll see if anybody picks those movies i don't know but i kind of wanted to go over the rules of this thing so yep. me and evan are gonna pick our each individual top five movies that, that we think are gonna be we're not aiming for like um for like the exact like prediction like to be like completely correct we're just trying it's just for fun so we're just here to like see who between us we're betting we're we're gonna get into what we're betting later but we're already betting money on this to see who's the most correct but um so the way that we're gonna do this is we're gonna pick our five on air here and let's say that if I want to pick something like Guardians of the Galaxy which is premiering this weekend um if i pick that evan cannot pick that anymore in his top five and so he has to go and choose another movie uh so that's just to like spice things up just to like see just to make the the individual teams between each other a little bit more interesting oh yeah and and towards the end we're gonna pick a wild card of what we think might make that might be like a surprising hit or whatever and uh and then after that we're gonna pick another wild card but this time around um i'm gonna i'm gonna try to pick a movie that i don't necessarily think it's gonna make that much money but i'm gonna pick it for evan so i can like Mm. damage his team per se and evan can do the same with me so yeah we can get right into it let me just bring the the brackets here side by side i have a good wild card to throw you off (laughs) yeah we'll see we'll see oh let me see how can we do this who do you who do you want to go first who, how should we do this how do we do yeah fuck all right uh rock is, is paper there,
0: scissors is there a um is there like a coin flip app we should do this off stream but yeah there has, there has um, to be like a
1: decider thing you want to do a rock paper scissors
0: we can't do rock paper scissors it, it's kind of unless uh, you have a
1: coin on your on your hand on your wallet right now
0: i don't have a coin on it. um yeah this is right. hard. Let's see here. Yeah, I let's guess they can do an arm stream. Up can here. you see my hand? Yeah, can you see mine? Okay, let's go. Yeah. Rock. rock. Wait, yeah, you wait, uh, wait, wait, start, wait. start me out. Start, you start it <laughs> off. Start right. it off. All
1: right. Rock, paper,
0: scissors. Wait, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Let's do that.
1: All right. Well, you, you can say it.
0: Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <laughs> oh you got it, you got it. <laughs> but uh um, all right okay, yeah you, you go first you go first i think right. uh i think i'm gonna i'm gonna be fine either way
1: all right we'll see we'll see we'll see um my first pick let's see also like we'll try to like rank them at the end but right now let's just like pick our 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 picks first so we can like secure our teams okay. my first pick of the summer it's gonna be Barbie.
0: you're crazy yes <laughs> i knew you'd just something crazy as your first pick you crazy ass oh this is gonna be good
1: you are insane if you, you just don't give think me the win at this point you're insane if you don't think this movie's gonna make a buttload of money first <sighs> of all i don't necessarily consider the Greta gerwig um um element of this movie like Box office draw, but she certainly has her fandom. But like the thing about this movie is that everybody, especially girls, but everybody in general doesn't matter of the gender, has some type of connection to this brand, to this toy line. Something kind of, sort of like in the veins of like a Transformers, which I don't know if anybody's gonna pick that later. We'll see. But like it has a brand, like it has a very recognizable brand, and it got, it's got Margot Robbie, it's got uh, Ryan Gosling, which you could argue that you could argue that they don't necessarily box office oh, but of the,
0: the, the nice guys right that was so successful with ryan gosling right blade
1: runner, but, was so
0: successful with ryan gosling
1: but you can like compare like barbie to blade runner so yeah, yeah. that's my that's my first pick for Fair. as of today as of right now
0: okay, what's your uh, prediction for um opening weekend then if you think Barbie's mm-hmm. going to be you think this is he heading 100 million plus
1: Here's the thing that I think about Barbie. I don't think it's gonna open huge, but I think the legs for that movie, especially mm. if if the the word of mouth is as good as the early test screenings are saying it is, um, I think it's gonna hold. I think it might be like a probably not like a billion dollar movie as of some as like comparing something to like Top Gun Maverick, but like I can really see Barbie hold throughout the summer once it premieres that's a very
0: fair argument that's a very fair argument um see i categorize a lot of my movies in terms of what movies i think are going to open big and already have a lead up on movies that might even just leg it out barbie could leg it out strong but it's going to do a lot more catch-up than another movie that just opened the big and even if it has a 60 65 percent drop it'll still be leagues ahead of barbie so that's why my number one is guardians of the galaxy volume three Really? I think Guardians of the Galaxy, for right now, in my predictions, I just tweeted it out earlier today. I'm going with, for this weekend, $125 million opening weekend. Now, I'll looking at the right. history for Guardians movies. The first one opened up to around $90 million in 2014. Legged it out big time to a good uh, about three, three, three and a half multiplier, giving it about like $350 million. Uh, it, it made a lot of money in 2014. And then 2017 comes around, and it makes bank. It makes like 170 million opening weekend, liking it out to close to 400 million. I think Guardian Volume Three is at least at least opening to 120 million. At least I think, um, and I think similar to movies like Thor. Ragnarok uh spider man homecoming uh, far from home. I-, I think those 100 120 million dollar MCU movies leg it out even if they drop off by 60 percent, they're gonna leg it out to at least 300 plus domestic. I don't think Barbie is reaching 300 million plus domestically. I think for me I had Barbie around like maybe cracking 200. We'll see um, but for me, I think Guardians gonna leg it out to at least 350 355. Um, and I think Guardians right now. I don't know if a bigger, and you're right. The the legs argument is very good, but I don't know if a bigger movie it's going to open up to past 125 million. Um, as much as I want Mission Impossible to do that, we shall see uh, where I put that. But um, yeah, I think right now Guardians is in that top one spot. I could be wrong. Could be in the top three, but it's definitely in my number one
1: yeah here's the thing about guardians and i don't want to get into spoilers i've seen the movie i saw it last weekend on friday and don't tell me who dies <laughs> i'm not going to say anything plot-wise but um i really like the movie i think it i wouldn't i wouldn't necessarily say it's the best of the trilogy it might be my second favorite but um you still have guardians two over it or what uh i have guardians two over three yeah um wow. but um it's not ripe <laughs> but here's the thing I really like the movie. I think it's great. I think it's the perfect Marvel movie that they need right now after movies like uh, Quantumania or Love and Thunder that kind of divided the MCU fans or whatever. I think it's great. But also, I think it's incredibly freaking dark and i'm not i'm i'm not trying to what the hell okay i'm not i'm not trying to overhype this
0: mcu2 dark movie no but here's the thing here's
1: the thing like it's not dark in the sense like oh my god like this is so like such a deep movie it's not
0: Batman. but
1: but it's like legit like upsetting to watch in certain areas like in terms of like people have said this already with uh and like their uh social media reactions or whatever there's like a lot of elements to like animal cruelty yeah, in the movie I and i, like the rocket and, I yeah. and i um like for example i took my girlfriend and some of our friends and like they were like legit like having like a straight out almost panic attack during the movie um but like i'm excited i think this. it's a great movie i think it's gonna do well i i i don't i don't know if it's gonna make like volume two numbers or, volu- or volume one no. but but um i think it exceeds volume d- one yeah, but I don't, I don't think it's gonna leg it out as much as you think because I really have a hard time seeing families keep coming back to this movie and revisiting on in theaters. Wow! Because I don't, I don't think like it's like for example like me or you like I I'm already making plans to watch it again, but that's me. I'm I'm an adult. I don't see myself or anybody else taking their kids like repeatedly to watch this movie over and over again. I don't think that's the case at all. Here,
0: that's a, that's a great point. Um, because
1: I think a lot
0: of marvel movies have that quality to it where i don't know if a lot of people are going back to see marvel movies like they used to where the people just when again and again to see marvel movies i don't know if people are doing it that's why you're seeing a lot of the 60 65 percent drops for a lot of marvel movies these days uh or even
1: higher especially for movies like thor and ant-man but um i'm bringing yeah. down over the just the numbers well i'm gonna be doing this uh a few times during this stream but like do you think Volume Three does better than um, the original or the second one? These are domestic numbers.
0: I would say it'll be Love and Thunder made three forty three.
1: I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm shocked.
0: How? Is he? It, it's it's that kind of thing where I'm like, if Love and Thunder can come out in like what was it? That? that was a July movie too. So yeah. I think if Love and Thunder be three forty three, Guardians three, which is critically higher. If the Guardians as a group is a better franchise, I I'm saying three fifty minimum. That's why that's why I said three fifty five. I said three fifty five for volume three. Um,
1: and worldwide, eight eight fifty eight hundred
0: eight fifty.
1: Um, that's so right. like right right under volume two. You're a little you're bit saying.
0: below volume two. A little bit All below right. volume two.
1: Um, but you know. Better than volume one, which I think a
0: lot of movies do. It's like one, I think the trajectory is a lot of like one, two, then three is higher than two. I don't know. It's, it's I'm talking out of my ass. But yeah, um, I think it'll land comfortably at that uh, f- between 13 and 14 there. Um, but yeah, uh, I think, I, I just think it's going to open well. It's to be received very well. It already is. I think it's going to peter out run Tomatoes-wise at around 85%. Um, and I think that's good for rewatchability. And of course, again, you can't underestimate the May 5th factor. Uh, it's going to have people the first weekend of May. Then the second weekend, what, you're going to watch Book Club? No. like It's going to be Guardians again in the second weekend. And then the third weekend is Fast X, I think. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so... Two weeks to itself is prime and I'm going to be saying this a lot. Two weeks. If a movie has two weeks to itself I think that's going to really help it with this summer which is constant constant hits. Um, So yeah. What do you have next?
1: What's your number two? Speaking of I might get my um... whole top
0: five at this rate. Fast X? (laughs) Yes! Yes! Oh, that was my number uh that was my number 5
1: actually. I don't look, everybody for some reason keeps coming back to these movies and That's I, true. I'm I'm guilty I'm guilty of that too because like I I, They're watched, fun. I I risked my life watching the uh the fast the F and N, the fast sag or whatever the fuck the title of that movie is. Um but uh yeah, this franchise it doesn't seem to like be stopping anytime soon is the pen, allegedly the penultimate movie in the franchise. We'll see about that. And um, these movies are very. Let me pull up the the numbers right now. But uh, these movies are pretty huge here, and they're pretty huge internationally. And I'm feeling pretty safe uh, about this pick. The only thing that I'm kind of worried about, um, and I'm gonna look it up right now, um, isn't this movie supposed to be like? Extremely freaking expensive, uh,
0: yeah,
1: two, 250. Yeah, 250. Yeah, um, oh, here it is. The fast, let me change. Uh, here we go. Um, yeah, these movies, like, when was I'm not really counting F9 as a why not? because hey, oh, hey, COVID, COVID, middle, right? middle of the pandemic yeah and okay. it's still made like almost like 750 worldwide and now that we're like we're still in a pandemic obviously but like um it's a little bit better than when it was back in um 2021 so for sure yeah. um
0: great point because we're going to be talking about some 2021 movies here or sequels to 21 2021 movies or movies pre-pandemic and i think you have to increase that by about 10 15 million so i think yeah uh, if we're looking
1: at the top three like seven six and eight eight being the the last one before covid like it it almost cracked the um, 230 i can see this movie doing reaching maybe 300 domestic and around the same around like eight nine hundred internationally but yeah
0: i disagree slightly i think Fast 7 and Fast 6. Fast 7 is the anomaly because Paul Walker... <laughs> this made a billion
1: dollars? Wow.
0: <laughs> but look look at that percentage. 18% yeah. percent in America, 226 total, capping now to 226. This is pre-pandemic. This is 2017, 226 million. Mm-hmm. I think we're matching that for Fast 10. I think we're matching that or possibly even lower. I think the Fast franchise has been going down since Fast 7. Um, that's just the case that you see right there. Fast 7 was 353. If that's the highest it can go, 353, and I don't think it's matching that ever again. Yeah. If that's the highest it can go, I'm saying we're reaching for the stars with 226, 220, 238. Um, where's Fast 9 at? Uh, 173. So right now, my prediction for Fast 10 may be reaching 200. I think it's going to open to around 60 70 million. Um, what if fast nine open to 70 million? I can see this one open to 80 given the COVID of it all. I can see plus 10 there, 80
1: million. Yeah. But also, let me def- double check know. the calendar. But isn't like fast x like gonna have like for the rest of May, like no? after it, it releases, or what's coming out after? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see because I, I think the movie after that is gonna be my number two. All right, go ahead, pick it. I think my number two is The
0: Little, but not quite Little, Mermaid. Oh,
1: yeah. You're fucking right. I forgot about that.
0: <laughs> the Little Mermaid's going to be my number two. I think it's appearing right after Fast X. I think it has that beautiful, beautiful Memorial Day weekend box office attribute, which just like um, Aladdin. Aladdin came out, and oddly enough... I don't, I don't know. I I was going to say, I think Aladdin had less hype than Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid has certainly had more controversy given the casting racism. Um, But I think Little Mermaid is in the similar vein of appeal as Aladdin, probably even more so with the uh, female contingent. Uh, So I think Little Mermaid, just given the trailer reactions, whenever I'm seeing that trailer at the big screen when I, Hell, it was playing in front of Evil Dead Rise for some reason. For me, Um, (laughs) I I think people are really going to gravitate towards uh, this movie. I think it's probably the second most likely movie behind Guardians. I think Guardians is locked to open up above 100 million. I think Little Mermaid can possibly, possibly make it above 100 million, um, especially if you include Memorial Day weekend that Monday. Um, So, I'm thinking. 70 to 90 million three days and then 100 110 million four days and it'll just leg it out as like the family movie going into june um so i think little mermaid for me has that disney live action appeal people can complain about these movies all they want i know i sure do but look at the box office aladdin made a billion dollars uh lion king highest grossing and highest grossing one yeah um and highest grossing one, Jungle Book. I just checked that last night. Jungle Book, 2016. Jungle Book made a billion dollars, and that was just in 2016. Um, the only unsuccessful one are some of the sequels, like Maleficent Two or uh, the 2015 Cinderella, which was decent but not big. Um, so, oh wow, they had, I didn't know they had a ranking for these. Uh,
1: Beauty yeah, and the Beast was uh, huge. Jungle Book was yeah. huge. Aladdin. Here's the was thing of. Here's the thing about uh, the Little Mermaid that has me a little bit worried that you picked. Okay. it. Okay is because like if you like if you put it like on paper though if you like track the live action remakes the highest grossing ones are the ones that were very popular in the 90s the lion king already proved to be a success aladdin already proved to be a. don't tell me
0: little mermaid wasn't popular in the
1: 90s no that's what i'm saying that i'm that's what i'm saying that i'm worried that you already picked it because like that was fucking huge in the 90s and like i don't personally like I find it fascinating that that is. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the first um, live action remake that's going to theater since Cruella. I think uh, the rest, I like Pinocchio, so, yeah. Pinocchio, Peter Pan, Mulan, they were all go, went to direct to Disney Plus And did um, you ever see Pinocchio
0: the is... last year? You ever catch that movie?
1: Uh, I did. It's fucking trash. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I I think you have a a pretty good chance of, of having a winner right there because again it's a it was a big deal in the 90s everybody ate up the remakes the live-action remakes of the 90s like the like King, beauty and the beast aladdin etc the thing that i that i am wondering about is since covid kind of since like the last big um theatrical release which was the lion king um i wonder if people are kind of tired of these movies especially because of the ones that went to uh disney plus um that's kind Mulan, of just like, like, yeah Mulan, uh cruella which again we have to like consider that they were they premiered during covid but um domestic 86 uh worldwide 233 um i'm that's pretty a, sure a uh, little mermaid is gonna make way more than that but um but yeah, yeah. i'm just wondering like if it's a great, the, yeah if the fact that people are getting tired of this movie is going to affect it, or are people just not going to care and go for the nostalgia? like the Lion King?
0: It's a great counter argument. I, th- I think it's a great point. I think you see a lot more, uh, reactions from people online with just the ones in production, like Lilo and stitch. Right. Um, yeah. but there's a reason that people get a lot of, uh, that those get a lot of reactions Your Lilo and stitches, your, uh, Hercules is coming up soon. Um, these movies get a lot of reactions because they are so popular, because they have that nostalgia factor, and they're so beloved. I love Little Mermaid. It's not my top ten Disney movies, but mm-hmm. I've, I I watch it all the time. I think it's really good. I think uh, Halle Bailey is great casting. I think the visuals aren't the best, but it looks good enough for what Little Mermaid is presenting itself as. Um, mm-hmm. It's going to have a big theater count. It's going to be in the four thousands. Um, so I'm predicting it to be opening around. Aladdin around 80 to 90. Um, and I think you have good legs as that as Disney family contingent again. I'm, I'm thinking of in terms of my top two, what can crack that 300 million domestic? I think Little Mermaid and Guardians can definitely do so. Uh,
1: How much do you so, think it's gonna do domestically? Like, on I'm, I'm gonna program? say, like, in between these movies, where do you see I'll would say, I like say
0: between dropping? four and five? Between four, no, uh. Between four and five, I can see it falling a little bit below Alice in Wonderland, though, but definitely mm-hmm. above Maleficent. It's going to be either it's going to be either the new number five or the new number six. There's All no right. other option there. Um. So yeah, uh, yeah, Thank definitely you. these two first. Uh, Thank
1: you, Josh. Thank you.
0: I'm not. I'm definitely not. I, I think once again, draws. I think for Barbie, it'll be lucky. To scratch 70 million domestic
1: opening weekend.
0: I don't think it, it, it for the, a movie. Those no legs,
1: though. And now I'm not I talking about Michael Robbie's legs. I'm talking about the movies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great point. Um, I don't think, especially, I don't think it's going to be the big family movie that a lot of people are thinking it's going to be. I think a lot of people on film Twitter are excited, but film Twitter gets excited about a lot of shit and yeah. uh, they don't go support it. Um, so yeah. Um I'm I'm thinking Guardian Volume 3 is somber, somber, is dark, it's dark and somber. It's an it MCO movie. It is though. So is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. This Chavid is the first time. It's it made 180 million. People are ready. People don't care.
1: Yeah, but like again, I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna sit there. <laughs> I was gonna it's say somber. something, but then it's a I a realized...
0: guardian's movie. What do you mean it's dark and somber? Fuck out of here.
1: Alright.
0: I know it's, play this clip when I see the movie and i will be like crying in the theater, but um You'll be
1: woo-hoo. crying. You will be crying.
0: I haven't cried in the theater in a minute. I need a I need to good to cry It's hard. It's hard to cry.
1: Anyways, what's your number three? Number three. Ah, uh, do I want to go? do I want to take a big risk here? I think I'm gonna take the risk. please
0: take a big risk Please take a big risk.
1: Uh, I don't even know if it's a, a big risk But we'll see what's that middle uh, movie the... by the way in the picture with the flowers. Oh, um, let me take this out Oh wait, no. Uh, it's the I just put it in there just because. Oh, Insidious, but, uh, right? Yeah, Insidious. Sweet horror movie of the summer. Who knows? Horror is. Yeah, back. who knows? I need to watch those movies. I've never seen a single Insidious. Um, but yeah. Speaking of risks.
0: Ooh, great pick! Great pick! Great pick! That was in my top Flash. five. That's great. The flash.
1: Okay, so here's the thing. Obviously, the whole Ezra Miller debacle is something. Not great, that, Bob. Not not great, Bob. But like, realistically, if talking like 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 for real, um, nobody cares about that shit. My my parents, my family, nobody knows. Them, nobody, nobody knows about it. Nobody cares yeah. about it. Uh, it's only like um, I don't want to say it's only a Twitter thing or an industry thing, but like. I mean, honestly, it really does feel like that because like nobody people just like to go and watch their cape shit. They're not over there like investigating what's happening behind the scenes. Hell so yeah. oh, even yeah. though people are saying that oh this movie's gonna bomb because of Anthony Miller, like no, it's not. Um, the only thing and people are already hyping it up as one of the greatest comic book movies. One of the ever. best
0: comic movies. Believe the hype, believe the hype.
1: <laughs> See, I don't I don't even believe in the hype. Um I, I Hopefully I believe in the hype once I see the movie, but... uh... Real
0: quick, what was so funny about Believe the Hype, I saw that all the time during that reaction after CinemaCon. I'm like, you guys want to know where the hype came from? James Gunn, the people at DC, Warner Brothers, they're the ones that grew the hype by calling it like the best thing ever. And then people are saying Believe the Hype. Hey, Tom Cruise hyped it up too, apparently. (laughs) I know, Tom Cruise loved it, yeah. I doubt he watched it. (laughs) He he did not watch a single lick of Flash. Um...
1: But yeah, this is a great pick. Uh continue, Sarah. Uh yeah, where was I? Um yeah, it's the return of Michael Keaton as a Batman which is by all means the one version that everybody knows and like it's super iconic even first you can time. argue as iconic if not even more so than the Bell uh Nolan collaboration with the Dark Knight trilogy. Probably more um, so, yeah. Yeah, and also Supergirl which um I mean, it depends on who you care but it's like isn't this Nobody the first knows time? Supergirl. Yeah. Is yeah. Isn't this the first well technically second um time that we're seeing on the big screen? Um second time? Uh that movie that was supposedly be to be connected with the Christopher Reed movies, that's apparently really bad.
0: Mm, I heard about that. Yeah
1: yeah. Old, yeah. yeah. Uh so yeah, I think if this movie is as good as people say, I can really do uh I can really see making big bucks. Let me pull out the the DC
0: I was about to say, I think my counter to this is the DC brand. In, while Ezra Miller might not be like the... Um, people are like, oh, I'm not seeing it because Ezra Miller. That could be a factor. I don't know if it's going to be a mega factor. Maybe 5%. Yeah. Maybe, maybe maybe 5 But I think a bigger factor is just DC in general. I don't know if DC in general has a big opening weekend draw to it.
1: Uh, Here's the thing. So- look, Looking at the numbers, I can definitely see this... Uh, getting near to suicide squad numbers 325. that's fucking shocking i don't know how that movie i made that, that much money but how did that happen? didn't it make a billion or almost a billion yeah almost like, it
0: made 750. there's no way and the other one tanked that's crazy me. yeah um covid but yeah anyways um man this is hard this is
1: hard i think i can see hidden 300. really if, if it's that's good, if not, maybe a little bit over Man of steel. But here's my tournament. even if it's good, I don't think it's cracking 300.
0: Here's why I, I think the DC brand isn't popping out bangers. Flash could be lightning in a bottle, literally. Um, it even if it's great, I could see it. Let's see here, I could see it opening 90 million, maybe 100 something million. And then mm-hmm. it has second weekend all to itself because I think Joyride, the uh, Asian comedy Stephanie Shu, I think that comes yeah. out a week after the Flash. The Flash has no big blockbuster competition in its second weekend. That's very good for a movie with, which is most likely going to get good reviews. I see this happen. I see this movie in the nineties, maybe in the eighties. Uh, given some of the other reactions we saw, CinemaCon reactions are always a joke, in my opinion. Even when yeah. Top
1: Gun Maverick came out, we were like,
0: "Oh, Top Gun Maverick's great!" I was like, "Let me wait."
1: Didn't they hyped uh, up uh, the fifth Pirates of the Caribbean movie? The first or the fifth? The fifth. Cinema I want to say they did.
0: I'm not sure. I can't remember. But that was yeah. That was not good, Bob. Um, <laughs> so for me, and I, I said earlier, I think I'm judging a lot of my movies on what can crack that 300 million dollar number. I don't know if the um, Flash can. See, Manistee opened to 116, and then just came to 291. Not a great multiplier there, but I think um, I think Flash could have something similar where it can get to that maybe 250, 290 number. I don't know if people are as excited for Flash as we are on Twitter. Um, yeah. I just don't and see a lot then, of like... hype flash as a general audience kind of movie. I could be totally wrong. This could blow up, and Edgar, I'll be so surprised, and I would love it. But for now, I'm I'm going to remain hesitant until Sunday it comes out, until Sunday that opening, the end of opening weekend. Because for me, I just don't see it blowing up as other people do. I can see it mm-hmm. being good. I would like nothing else for it to be good.
1: But, I can also see it like be big international.
0: For sure, for sure. Um, I think it's definitely going to be higher than *Shazam* and *Black Adam* um i can see it i can see it maybe beating man of steel
1: maybe but yeah, that's um, what i'm saying like maybe slightly above Man of steel. slightly
0: above but i don't think it would crack that 300 number but having it at number three is a good spot uh flash makes a lot of sense here um yeah i can't discount i think the only just dis- thing discounting it is the dc brand and i think aquaman and wonder woman are lightnings in a bottle aquaman legged it out and still only yeah. made 335 right um and that's what Jason it Impala,
1: made, isn't what? It like the most profitable this for sure yeah uh, dc movie or whatever it made a billion overseas
0: nearly right yeah 800 million overseas so um international really carried that movie um thank you china
1: um, it's not gonna happen again this year <laughs>
0: it's not gonna no. happen again I, mean, I think china could really support the flash i think i think it was confirmed last week. That China is going day in date with the Flash uh, mm-hmm. on June whatever comes out June nineteenth whatever I forget the date, but uh, I think so. Flash I think is going to be decently well internationally. I think the issue though with a lot of international numbers is that uh, it's even China. People in China are going to be just like us, competing with what to see over the summer. They're going to be going to their Fast and Furious. They're going to be going to their Flash. They're going to go and be Little Mermaid. Like there's a lot of product in the theaters and that's going to, yeah. you know, damage a lot of these movies. So in general, I think flash is a good pick. I don't think it's going to be as big. I'm not, I'm as of right now, I'm not predicting it to open above a hundred million. I would love to be surprised though. Um, All right. we shall see. Um, my number three, and this is one I struggled with. I struggled with, I was hoping you might pick it. One of these two, um, <laughs> Because I'm going with the action adventure franchise. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Because um, you might not pick it for number before. But um, this is hard. Ugh, I have. I'm looking at my three. and in- I have bias for one of them. I have.
1: Big I know bias. which one you're talking about. I <laughs> you know what
0: I'm talking about because I say it all the time. Uh, but then one is a big nostalgia factor. It's hard. I think I have to go with my gut. I have to go with my gut. Number three, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1. TC legend, TC legend, Tom Cruise, coming off the biggest movie of 2020, or actually the second biggest movie of uh, 2022 in Top Gun Maverick. Mission Impossible has been a brand unlike Fast 10 that has been increasing, increasing. Um since uh its series since it's nineteen ninety-six uh launch. You know, Mission Impossible one came, did very well. Mission, Mo- Mission Impossible Possible two did very well. Mission Possible three was the lowest, but then four rows, five rows, six rows, and Fallout, which is six, did very well. Um mm-hmm. it did I think seven ninety one um on an opening weekend of about seventy million um and i think it's going to be in that range of where fast x for me is going to be because i had fast x in this spot as well or close to this spot as well but i think mission impossible riding off of that top gun hype i think the the marketing has been fantastic in terms of the stunt for this one um yeah i do know that was a stunt that
1: sells these movies
0: it's a stunt that sells it i think the thing in front of the imax for avid was it in front of avatar um the whole IMAX uh, event thing they did uh, with the whole construction of the bike jump, uh, that was really thrilling. Mission Impossible, again, has been increasing. Mm-hmm. I don't think part one is going to diminish Diminish. its uh, box office opportunities here. I think people are just excited for another Mission Impossible movie. Um, again, Tom Cruise is like one of the biggest, probably the biggest uh, leading star out there. Um, And I know Fallout only did 220. But I you think see. enough time has passed that we're going to get even bigger with this movie. I think instead of 61 million, I'm looking at 75, 80 million. Instead of 220, I'm looking at 250, 255. 250, um, 250 is my mark there. Um, I wanted to go higher. I think it could go higher. I think sky is the limit with Mission Impossible. Um, it does not have that nostalgia factor that Top Gun has, but it yeah. does just have that awesome, fun movie of the year event to it. Um, it's going to be very difficult, but I think I have to go with Mission Impossible here.
1: Honestly, uh, I was surprised when I found out that Ghost Protocol was bigger than Rogue Nation. Not because it's like bad it's a mad movie, but I would have thought the other one would have been yeah, me too a bigger huh. hit. yeah, I thought Robin Nation
0: did more, I guess I'm wrong too um, but yeah, this so, is your big
1: so far, I think this is your biggest risk or I, oh, I think, oh no. um
0: I think cause I think a movie that I have after this might be bigger or maybe a couple of movies might be bigger than Mission Possible, but I think Mission Impossible, for me. I don't know. I, just, I see it succeeding, especially after last year. I think the Top Gun hype is really going to help. Tom Cruise hype is there. The trailers have been great. The marketing has been great. It's coming out in July. It is also not just coming out on July 14th, but it's been moved up two spots to July 12th. So it's similar to I'll Mario. Right. Mario opened on Wednesday and skyrocketed daily. Long late. weekend. And it's going to have a long weekend, which I think is useful because the movie – after this the next weekend is the barbie open duo um so missions might be falling to the second or third there that weekend but either way um this should be fun this should be very interesting um yeah i have to go dead reckoning there which, which just to say for the podcasters or for the audience <laughs> this is my most anticipated movie of the year mission impossible dead reckoning tied with spider Verse and tied with dune at least uh, for my top Peak three, Peak Reckoning. Peak Reckoning, exactly. I can't wait. I mean, this. I watched the trailer again in front of um, or was it? In front of uh, the Guy Ritchie movie with with uh, Jake all the, the Covenant. Covenant, and I was like, oh my god, it's just, it's too good. It's a teaser trailer. and It's excellent. Um,
1: yeah. Either way, I still just remember moved. when the, when the trailer first uh, leaked, and you weren't like active, and then it went down, and <laughs> you couldn't see it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was pissed. Um, but, yeah, let's go with my fourth pick.
0: Damn it! Oh, I knew I said anything. I, I was like, it's between... I had it between indie and Mission to Mission. I didn't know what to, what to do.
1: Look, here's the thing. Can I see this making a billion? Probably not. But in terms of nostalgia and everything, I can see this movie being the, the, the maverick of 2023 in terms of, like... Yeah. Again, similar to which with what I already said with Barbie, um, legging it out. This is gonna be the dad movie of the summer, and they're just oh. gonna keep coming back. And you think the dad? You you don't think this is a family kind of product?
0: You think it's mostly skewing towards dads?
1: I think it's gonna. It might have a similar effect as Maverick in the sense that it attracted new um, fans, new audiences, while also catering to the people who watch the original, the originals in this case. Um, And it's also, it's like probably one of the biggest Spielberg franchises that he ever did. It's a highly recognizable character that every time that I fucking go to Disneyland, the line for the ride of that, of that entire IP is always super long. People Mm. love this character. People love this uh, adventure movie, which we don't really get as much like straight up classic adventure movies. So yeah, I think this is gonna this is gonna be pretty big, and I'll pull up right now the numbers for the
0: previous. What do you mean? You didn't like Lost City? The Lost City? Come on! I know Josh isn't here. I I really liked Lost City, and Josh is not here to dispute that. It's actually a very fun movie. Um, But anyways, yeah, I think this is a difficult one. I was between this. If I if I would have picked Indie, would you have picked Mission Impossible?
1: Um, hmm, that's a tricky question, but maybe maybe not who knows damn
0: it <laughs> I, I should have picked indies so i could have mission impossible but um it's this is a very good bet this is a very look at that 317 and that's just in 2008.
1: yeah right? dial of destiny is uh without a problem cracking 250.
0: i think so easy without a problem 250 for sure um so it's definitely gonna be the most second most how much did this do huh hundred million
1: exactly opening weekend.
0: Pretty much a three I, multiplier there. Um, that's hard. I can see
1: this this opening close to a hundred. Dial of Destiny, I've, I mean.
0: I can definitely see that as well. I can definitely see that as well. Um, does Dial of Destiny have a movie coming after it that second week? I don't think it does. I think it has two weekends to itself as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is going to be hard. This is hard. Ind uh, Indie comes out June thirtieth, and a week after that is Insidious. So yeah, basically two weeks
1: to itself. No big movie is going to release until uh, Mission Impossible. Yeah, July twelfth. So.
0: The battle between action adventure movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, that's I, I was struggling. Which one's going to open higher? Indie. I think Indie has a chance to open higher, but maybe Mission can leg it out more. I, I'm just so unsure of what the indie taste is like. Yeah. Over a decade since Kingdom of the Crystal Skull which ended on a sour note, people are like is easy too old for this. Um I don't know right now I'm predicting 70 to 80 million, which is my default for a lot of these movies. I think 70 80 70 90 probably for these kinds of movies. It's going to have a good hold cuz it's going to be a good movie cuz it's James Mangold. <laughs> um Not good. But whenever I, I mention it to like regular people, they're like, they're still making those movies? I mean, isn't he, too, isn't he 90 years old? I'm like, yeah, but it looks fun, right? So I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's my only caveat. Because so far, the marketing has been great. Um, I'm surprised Disney didn't show this at CinemaCon. I figured this would be a great yeah. like
1: thing to show at CinemaCon. Well, it's premiering at Cannes in May, or True. later this month, so... It's going to have about a month to, like, build hype. Drew, good point, good point. Yeah. Um. So,
0: yeah.
1: It's, we it's still some, so weird. It's still so weird that the Flash premiered, like, three months in advance.
0: <laughs> I know, right? I mean, Top Gun did the same thing, right? You got to build yeah. that hype. Uh, even though this one, believe the hype. It just feels so, like, uh, come on, guys. Manufactured. Uh, <laughs> I mean, not manufactured, but, yeah, like, they, they brought in a lot of fans, which is, which is why you never can take those initial screening reaction. Like You always got to wait till yeah. like, the majority of other critics see those movies, whatever. Anyways, this is a difficult one. Because again, lastly, 2008 to 2023, it's a long period of time. I don't know who's going to be gravitating towards this. But the movie looks great.
1: Mm-hmm. I would
0: love it to do great. Um, is it going to be bigger than Mission? I don't know. I don't know. To be determined. To be determined. Um... Could be determined uh
1: it's funny because like so far like between this pick and the last one that you did with mission impossible both are saying that it's gonna crack at least 250 so it's basically like a tie between those movies it's, it's gonna be
0: close it's gonna be close i think the last mission i think was like did uh what, what do you say was it like 260 something like that 220 i know it was like 220 yeah so 220 last one's 317 that's hard it's hard
1: um mm-hmm. but we shall see All right. What's your fourth I have
0: two more spots, and you took a lot of my good ones here. It's getting hard. It's getting hard.
1: (laughs) And you have a wild card. Hmm.
0: Hmm. I have to... Spider-Verse. I got to do it. Spider-Verse. Cross Spider-Verse. This is difficult because I was hesitant to even put this. It's not in my top five. I have it one, two, three, four... No, it is, it is my top five. I have it right above Fast X, actually. Um, because it's hard. Because the last Spider Verse in only 2018, five years ago, didn't blow up, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, it had. It, it had was the big.
1: Uh, yeah, it was the big December uh, fight between that. Wasn't it Aquaman and Bumblebee?
0: Exactly. Great, great yeah. December, man. Great December. Yeah. Uh, minus Ocean to Ocean Worldwide. Um, I like. <laughs> awful movie. Just awful. I was falling asleep in the theater. I woke up at Trigger Little Light Fantastic, whatever that was called. Um awful numbers. The musical numbers sucked. Acting sucked. The world sucked. My old street was there for five seconds. Anyways,
1: um Tell us why across the Spider-Verse
0: won't suck. I'll I'll tell you why across the Spider-Verse won't suck, because it's across the Spider-Verse. I think Spider-Verse is not just the best Spider-Man movie easily. Um I think it's one of the best movies of the last decade easily. I was talking to my pops about this over the weekend of what's some of my favorite movies of the last decade. I would put Spider-Verse into the Spider-Verse firmly in my top 10 movies of the decade. Personally, I think it's fantastic right next to the other 2018 movie, Mission Impossible Fallout. Um, Different story there. But I think Spider-Verse, it has that Spider-Man contingent. Spider-Man was probably the most popular superhero of all time. This is coming off the heels of No Way Home, which cracked a lot of box office records. It's coming off the Goodwill, of the first one, which legged it out to, I think, um, high two hundred. I think, was the first one. Um, If you could look that up for me, the first Spider-Verse movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll look it over right now. But yeah, so I think it's coming off of the high, high, high anticipation because people love the first one. It's really beloved. I think it can really only go higher, so it's definitely going to be higher... Than the domestic and international numbers for Into the Spider Verse. Um, It's going to be one of the main international players or one of the main um, animation players over the summer. So 190 domestic, that's definitely going up. Um, I'm seeing this as a, it does, as of today, I just saw that it's going to be two hours and 20 minutes, 20 minutes longer than the last one, which isn't too bad, but it does diminish, you know, screenings possibly. We shall see. Um, but either way opening to 35 million and making 190 pretty damn good pretty yeah. damn good um so I think the goodwill is there based off of the first movie I think it might not have as big of a run that 35 to 190 is big but I think you can open to about what a lot of modern day Pixar movies are doing I think again that 60 to 90. Range is that's a big range, $30 million, but 60 to 90, I think, is very possible for by, across the Spider-Verse, maybe even higher. Um, uh, okay. I think again, Goodwill, Spider-Man, Goodwill from the first movie. I haven't seen anything negative about this. This is probably going to be the best superhero movie of the year. The last one won an Oscar, so even adults are aware of this movie. Um, it's going to have big replayability over the summer it's only animation competitor is elemental um which i think this is going to make more of than elemental in my opinion
1: yeah um, i i've been trying to like debate whether because i wanted to make it put an animated movie but i don't think this summer besides across the spider-verse has a chance even like the teenage mutant ninja turtles movie um i can see that being like a repeat of um of the first uh, into the spider-verse where it's gonna bingo. do fine but I, think it's yeah, yeah. I think thirty-five million. Yeah, I
0: think 40 million for turtles is solid. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, for Elemental. What do you think? Elemental?
1: Yeah, un- unfortunately, like um they haven't been great with their originals in terms of box office lately. So Pixar. Yeah, the, or they've been sending them straight to. That's the Disney thing, Plus. right? They've been sending them straight to Disney Plus. This is the first Pixar
0: movie that's going straight to theaters in quite some time. I think the last yeah. one was twenty nineteen with the sequels, though. Like 2019 yeah. was Pixar sequels. What was the last original Pixar
1: movie that came to theaters? Inside Out, I think. Was, that was
0: 2015.
1: Was Moana Let me Pixar? Look or Disney? Moana? Moana was uh, Disney. Moana's Disney? Uh, Let me look it up.
0: Yeah, look up Pixar movies. Because I think outside of sequels, it's going to be tough. Um, what did Lightyear do... Um, I know we're still not
1: great Bob I can tell you that I don't have to look it up
0: (laughs) yeah Lightyear didn't do great but I need like a I need a minimum cap there Lightyear box office
1: it's weird how um box office mojo has some of these like um like set up like they have the toy story like separate not it's not like in a pixar tab or whatever that's weird
0: Um, Lightyear opened up to 50 million domestic no way yeah, it was 50 million which is pretty good how much, how much did it do like
1: it's on a... but it dropped big
0: time it went to 50 million then it just dropped to 18 and six and seven so it just died after 50 million 50 mm-hmm. million is pretty solid i think elemental if liar can do 50 i think elemental can be between 40 and 60 for elemental um but again if elemental can do 40 and 60 i think spider-verse is at minimum doing 60 at minimum doing 60 for spider-verse And then maybe cracking 100 million, 60 to 90, 60 to 100. So it's a big range there. I just don't know the gauge because the first one was pretty low at 35. So it can only go higher. I think Spider-Verse can only go higher. I think, again, it's one of those movies that can definitely, in my opinion, definitely crack um, 250 um, and have that 250 to $300 million range. So Inside Out had 356. That was huge. That's great.
1: Yeah, and it's kind of like a similar concept, sorta. Of.
0: Yeah. But inside out, I don't know. I'm not feeling the inside out hype. But inside out when that was coming out, people were super yeah. hype. But I'm not feeling the hype for Elemental. I'm just not. The trailer isn't great. It's like you can be your own person, but dad, the family is putting down my dreams. And it's just like I think it's gonna be good. The romance, I love a good rom-com vibe to it, but I don't know. It has a very basic feel to it. It just feels basic. Um and Spider-Verse feels new, unique, even more bigger than the last one by a long shot. Yeah. So again, I'm comfortable with Spider-Verse as of number four. Five, I'm not sure about. Um,
1: we shall see. Uh, here comes the difficult. This phase. is hard.
0: Yeah. We haven't mentioned another big franchise coming out this year.
1: Yeah. So here's what you gotta see here. Uh, what should we do? What should we do? fuck it i might regret this one more so than the other previous ones that i've already picked but damn it damn it oh i was gonna do that one here's the thing is that your final answer answer? (laughs) yeah yeah. (laughs) here's the thing did Bumblebee do great it did okay i think i'm pretty sure it did okay okay. Um, Again, it was in that month where it was just super crowded um, between Aquaman and into Spider Verse, and if you want to consider Mary Poppins. But um, again, this is like coming back to form, I guess, for the Transformers. It's like a not necessarily a team up movie, but it's like the main cast. Like you have Optimus Prime back as a lead character, um, and the the thing that I'm holding on to with this franchise in terms of making money. Be- it's because like was it last year i think it was last year um what, what was the title of that jurassic world movie i already forgot fallen kingdom fallen kingdom what or the second one dominion dominion yeah even if there was yeah, no like- dominion <laughs> uh but yeah like i can those see it those, being those are
0: some good numbers man
1: yeah this movie this franchise wow. is freaking wild um but yeah like i can see this being like a case sort of like dominion where like even though the reviews are not great it's gonna make bank and that's just or that's already like a element of this franchise that everybody knows like every single michael bay movie except for the last night made big money um especially internationally uh revenge of the fallen being the highest ones for some reason. Um, Affected allegedly by the writer's strike of two thousand and seven, but I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I think this is gonna be a hit. I think people love the r- big giant robots smashing against each other, especially for children Sounds and sexy. all, <laughs> and and especially with the older fans as well. Um, yeah, I'm going with this movie for now.
0: That's totally fair. I think 44 million for last night is the lowest of the Bay movies. 21 million Bumblebee. I think it's going to make more than 21 million. I think it could go a little bit higher than 44 million opening weekend. Yeah. That's a
1: very good. That's a very good. How much did Bumblebee make opening weekend? Ooh, that's rough. 21 million. That's a little bit rough. But it had good luck, right? 21 to
0: 127, right?
1: On a budget of 135, made. So it passed
0: passed the magical sequel number. That's why they cracked out more of these. Um, So, yeah. Uh, Yeah, this is hard. What do I do for my last one here? You know what? (laughs) I just What are you doing? I got to do Elemental. I have to do Elemental. Uh, Actually, uh, no.
1: Pause. Wait, wait, wait. okay. Okay. (laughs)
0: Am I not gonna do Oppenheimer? <laughs> uh, can Oppenheimer make more than Elemental?
1: Can Oppenheimer make more than Barbie?
0: <laughs> no. Um. Oh man, crap. <laughs> Struggle. It Elemental. I'm Elemental? confident. Elemental. All right. One hundred. I just made fun of all the reasons Elemental could do bad. <laughs> And that's yeah. why it's my number five. But again, looking at the history for Pixar, the the bar isn't exactly low, right? Like it, like um, if it can make 44 million, 44 to 50 million, which I think is the right call. I don't think it's gonna be inside out, which had 90 million, but I don't think it's gonna be that 20 million range either. I think it's gonna be a good kid's movie. Similar to Spider Verse, I think it's going to have legs. Um, it's going to be, again, between that and Spider Verse with legs. I think Spider Verse, as I said, is going to be 60 to 90. I think Elemental can be about 40 to 60. And that alone can do very very good. If, if Lightyear can crack open 50 million opening weekend, I think Elemental can get around 50, 55, maybe even lower because it's not like a Toy Story IP. But even then, even if it cracks just 40 million domestically, I think it can have good legs. I think it's going to be around similar to somewhere where where Rise of the Beast could be. Um, Yeah. Or even like an open diver. So I think it's going to be in that 40 to 50 range for me for Elemental. Not great, but uh, it could surprise. It could surprise. And we shall see.
1: Josh is right. I think Coco Coco
0: was. What did did Coco make opening weekend? Can you pull that up? I'll look it up. Um, Because I think Coco is a good trajectory for this as well. Thank you, Josh, for that one. I totally forgot about Coco. Good movie. I love Coco. Um, Makes a lot of people sad There um, you go Oh that was quick uh, Coco 50 million See so 50 million for original Coco 90 million for original Inside Out Exactly Pixar trailers I didn't really vibe with this one I thought it was very cute It looked very fun But it didn't really hit me But yeah It can just Not connect with me But parents Are they going to be like Oh Pixar Movie theater Finally Boom. Again, yeah. Lightyear made $50 million. Granted, it dropped because the movie was not well-received, but if Elemental was at least even a little bit better, well-received than Lightyear, which I think it could be. It should be, right? Um, I think it can have a $50 million opening and have slightly better legs. I think it can make similar to here, uh, 200, high 100s here, like 180 to 200, capping it out there. Yeah. Um, but man, wow, I didn't know Coco made a lot internationally. 603 million internationally. Good job, Coco. Pretty um,
1: sure it was probably a big deal in Mexico. <laughs> I wonder why, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What else? Uh, domestic. Oh, here's the numbers. Uh, 189
0: Mexico. in China? Wow. Damn. <laughs> That's crazy. I guess
1: I love their tacos.
0: I guess they do. Yeah.
1: Yes, to clarify, I'm Mexican. I'm not being. Uh, I'm not being insensitive. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. All right. Um,
0: but yeah, I do have a wild card. So I'm curious to see what yours is. I think we have
1: different wild cards. So this is my yeah.
0: positive wild card. Or,
1: yeah, or... your positive wild card. But um, okay. but okay. yeah, this one's gonna. This one's gonna be tough. I think it's gonna be tougher than the than the main picks because there's just so much more stuff that you can pick.
0: Yeah, for sure. Fuck.
1: Okay i might regret this one. Oh my god am i gonna do it i can't really bet against disney but then is there another disney one yeah what you can look it up in the meantime if you want i'm giving you a, a so, free so wild card but um
0: what, what's our last release date is like august
1: when's labor day It starts um, with an H. I'm just giving you a hint. Labor Day, September 4th. Okay.
0: Um starts with
1: an H? The hell? Oh! Yeah. No way. No, no way. Okay, I'm going to go with it. Um, give me a minute. Uh, oh, shit. That's also that movie. Yeah, I have to go with a comedy, so I'm going to go with it.
0: Oh, Joyride. Are we going to i can't see uh
1: the screen by the way yeah yeah yeah. let me just add it there you go
0: no hard feelings oh this is the, a jennifer lawrence
1: yeah good call Look, there there's i don't i don't want to say always but like there's there it's a good idea to have a comedy to like counterpart like the big blockbuster movies just so like especially if like a raunchy um R-rated movie, and this is exactly that. Um, it feels like one of those like early 2000, 2010s um, um, like Seth Rogan movies. So I think, I think people are gonna really maybe hopefully hopefully for me um, like eat it up. So I'm, and also it's Jennifer Lawrence. Even though people say that movie stars are no longer a thing, I think a lot of people a lot of people don't like her, but a lot of people do. So. I, I have
0: to go pick. with this one. Great pick. Great pick. I'm stuck. I could go with the Oppenheimer. But I don't think Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer, whatever's going on. I don't know if this going to open big. Um I have to take a look at Nolan movies. Like Dunkirk did very well over the summer, but I don't think this I think this is gonna open less than Dunkirk. Uh Insidious is a good call. To be honest, it is it's really I'm between some of these August movies, Meg and Blue Beetle.
1: Hmm.
0: Is Blue Beetle really gonna open to like less than 40 million? I don't think so, actually. Like, what's the cap for a Blue Beetle movie? I think the trailer is pretty solid. They showed the trailer early on. It yeah. has August basically to itself and August 18th, Blue Beetle, week after that, nothing. Week after that, Equalizer 3. Then you got the nun and big fat Greek wedding. So, like, I think it has a good chance of running it very well if it's at least decent for Blue Beetle. Um, you know what? Go Blue Beetle. That's a wild card, right? Wild card, Blue Beetle. And I think at the end of its run, right. I think it can go fairly well. Um,
1: let me or see. Gran
0: Turismo. I'm just
1: kidding. Yeah. <laughs> awful. Uh, all right. Okay, technically, I'm going to give it to you, so I shouldn't be writing this here. Uh, what should we call it? Danger card? Ill card? What, what's the I like title? danger card. Danger, danger zone. Card. Danger card. Danger zone. Let's go with danger zone.
0: Wait the...
1: Okay. I'm so fucking sorry, Evan. Wow, you're t- <laughs> doing me like this? <laughs> wow! <Whoa!
0: laughs> oh, my heart oh i got shot dang that hurt grant Turismo, you're really doing this this is not a game this is not a video game oh, <laughs> awful that looks like awful. that's a great danger zone great that movie's that's gonna
1: awesome. bomb so fucking bad and i'm gonna so feel bad. so bad for uh um, david harvard man it looks like trash you're right um, and I don't even dislike Neil Blum. Can I District Nine is one of my favorite movies of all time? And I think the rest of his filmography is just either bad or mediocre, but um
0: yeah. But yeah. That's a great call. That's a great call. Um man, what can do worse than that? Um let me see here. I might it. have to do it to you. Yeah, let's just give it to you. Let's give you the Haunted Mansion, bullcrap. I think it's flopping
1: Mansion. big. I think it's flopping big time. Flop. Yeah. That has flop written all over it. I can't even be mad at you because, like, I do think it's gonna be a flop, but I don't know if it's gonna be a huge flop. But I, let me see if let me see if I can find the budgets for these two movies. Um, but yeah, I keep talking about it if you want.
0: Yeah, I think I think Haunted Mansion right now is one of those Disney movies where it's like, let's shove a big cast in here. Let's do an Owen Wilson. Let's throw in here uh, Lakeith Stanfield, right? Let's shove in here. But people are like, the original Haunted Mansion wasn't even that good. I loved it as a kid, so I'm not going to be complaining. I think the first one's fun because I grew up on it, nostalgia-wise. But Haunted Mansion, it's just not an excitable IP outside of a ride at Disneyland. Um, I don't think it translates to the big screen at all. The trailer looks awful. It doesn't look funny. It doesn't look creative. Some of the visuals look pretty cool. But otherwise, I think this is going to flop big time, especially in its positioning. It's coming out um, the same day as uh, the weekend after Barbie, as July 28th to itself, basically. But it's sandwiched between Barbie and Oppenheimer and the Meg and Teeny Mutant Ninja Turtles. So I think it's just going to be forgotten about.
1: You might be cooking because look at this budget.
0: One fifty-seven? How?
1: Allegedly, I don't know if it's the official one, but. Oh
0: boy! Yeah.
1: And the budget—I couldn't find the budget for Gran Turismo, so.
0: Gran Turismo looks like bad, but Gran Turismo doesn't look like it has hundred fifty-seven. I'd be shocked if it's above a hundred. Um, some of the effects in the trailer actually—I don't know—could it could be like a hundred and twenty million dollar budget, but are you—are people really going neil Neil Blomkamp a movie with a budget over a hundred? I don't know. Um. Well, yeah Honda mansion looks like garbage straight garbage and i can see this easily flopping and being forgotten about um in the summer to come but overall this is a what great list. picks the ones that honestly, really wanted like your list was like indiana jones i really wanted any indie to round out my top five yeah
1: honestly if we're honest with each other like if we were to combine our fives that might be the top 10 of the year that will probably be the top 10 of uh of the of the summer
0: for sure I think so. I think Guardians, Little Mermaid, Flash, Fast, Barbie, Mission, Yeah, these are all definitely, our top five are definitely going to be top ten in whatever order um, for sure. No doubt about it. Um, it just depends what movies can crack 300, what movies can crack 200, and what movies are going to be lucky to crack 100 overall. Um, we shall see. Um,
1: and honestly, but- like, not just in terms of money, but like, our top tens like um combined like it's a pretty so it looks like a pretty solid summer besides little mermaid but we'll see how little mermaid is i just don't i don't i'm I'm not it's not like i'm excited about it through the trailers or anything but um, the whole remake uh debacle and everything but um but yeah this looks like a pretty solid summer over i agree
0: man i'm excited for this summer a lot of these movies look really good mission impossible
1: spider-verse flash
0: uh, guardians some good superheroes but even without superheroes there's gonna be some fun stuff for everyone to see i'm excited
1: mm-hmm. well with that i think that concludes our episode yeah. on the box office draft of summer 2023 any less thoughts no just concerns? that
0: we'll be back right we'll be back at the end of the summer to go over our results yep. see how see how we do right
1: yeah oh and uh one last thing uh, before we close me and Evan are betting, um, not necessarily, it's not like we didn't really mention it right now as we were drafting our picks, but um, mm. we are betting on which movie is going to make more money overall, not just domestically, just in, in its entire run, Barbie yeah. or uh, Dead Reckoning we, Part One. So we'll see how that, who, least, who wins 50
0: bucks. Comments, guys. What's going to make more, Barbie or Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning? Come on, guys. Come we'll
1: on. We'll see. We'll see.
0: Uh, we shall see. We shall see. Um, anyway yeah it's gonna be a fun bet i cannot wait i also have another bet for barbie in terms of uh, oscar predictions uh because i think that was with josh (laughs) that one with josh where i'm predicting barbie to be not nominated for best picture not nominated for best picture um but yeah and i love barbie though i can't wait to see it but uh we shall see because i I love winning predictions but this is gonna be a fun one to keep track of over the summer i'm already very keen on what guardians is going to be doing opening weekend um, people are like 120 120 is so low but i'm like guys look at the rest of the summer i think 120 is going to be very high compared to the rest of the movies that we talked about yeah. um but overall again yeah we're looking for a very fun big movie every other weekend basically every weekend yeah so.
1: yeah also one last thing about it is is that both of us may regret not picking um insidious because it's that horror element that horror factor that everybody just keeps eating up horror for the past couple yeah. of years I know. It's it's gonna be interesting to see. And, serious, and nobody had Oppenheimer.
0: And that is like one of the most anticipated movies, like quality wise. People are excited to see Oppenheimer. But yep. Box Office, I just don't know. It's gonna be between that and Barbie, I, I have Barbie ahead of it. And if Barbie's gonna be ahead of it, and I already think Barbie is not gonna be the biggest movie personally, I'm like Oppenheimer will be lucky to scratch forty million, I think, over the weekend. Yeah. 40 to 50. I think
1: it I think it's gonna do fine. Like I'm looking at the budget, it's a hundred million allegedly. Oh, yeah, it's going to be do fine uh, so, yeah. profitably. But, yeah, in terms of
0: winning the box office, that's why I didn't put Oppenheimer there. Um, but, yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter at HarrisHarriseV9. I will be live later tonight. Um, Nathan and I at Nathan Rojas' channel, or you can just follow my Twitter account. We're going to be watching all of Season 1 Visions tonight on stream. Uh, that's going to be our special Hyperspace Hype episode for the week. Um, slash our commentary because we always do a commentary every week. Um, last week, we did watch the Guardians, Guardians Holiday Special for the first time. That was fun. Um, so check that out as well. And then later this weekend, we'll be reviewing Vision Season 2, which drops in two days on my birthday. It's going to be a great birthday gift. I love uh, Star Wars Visions and I can't wait to see Season 2. But yeah, follow me again, yeah. Harris, Harris Ev 9
1: Yeah. And I just want to remind you guys that even though Josh wasn't here, I uh, go boat. He made some. He's been keeping track of the stream. He's been making like um, polls on Twitter, see which one is who's Please. gonna win between between me and Evan on each pick, like one on one, two on two, all that good stuff. Awesome! Thank you very much, Josh. It. Yeah. And yeah you can find me at EDG or TEG on Instagram Twitter all social media you can find some of my work at the Cinema Spot and Lauren Clear reviews I I've been I'm actually excited to cover um the month of April next week probably uh while we watch in April that's going to be a fun episode a lot Great of good stuff, stuff. Cheap <laughs> um um, also, expect a review on Loud and Clear, on loud and clear Reviews. Um, I'm writing about James Mangold's remake of uh, 3 into Yuma, which I watched it for the first time, and I'm just going to say, I've movie.
0: heard nothing but fantastic things. I've grown to become a huge Mangold fan with, like, the Wolverine stuff, Logan, Fast, not Fast, Ford v 4 and I'm super excited for... Uh, Indiana Jones just the way he talks about film I'm really I really like the guy but I've never seen mm-hmm. 310 to Yuma so based off of your hype and other people's hype I really need to see that movie so you yeah. should
1: definitely watch it before Indy uh, obviously Indy is more adventures but it also kind of has that like classic action western hero vibe with a uh, with Indy so yeah oh, I, okay. I think he's gonna handle how long movie. is it is it long movie uh 310, 310 to Yuma I yeah. think it's like two even maybe
0: we even wow okay that could be a good commentary for me and Nathan I don't know if Nathan's doing <laughs> it either
1: so yeah cool 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 yeah and you can find the show at WF, WHFG podcast on all social medias and like I said we'll be back next week with our episode on what we watched in the month of April because Josh didn't see anything apparently and I watched too much shit on April um, but <laughs> uh, but yeah it's been a good one and we'll see you next week. Like, subscribe, and all the good things. Ring the bell. Bye-bye. Ring the bell.